Hi, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. Today, I want to talk about a book called The Enuma Elish, or also known as the Babylonian Creation Epic, which also includes what's called Athrasis, which is the first great flood myth. And the reason this is so essential is because it comes from the same part of the world, like the near Middle East, that the Bible comes from, all the same lands, the same areas, ancient Sumer or Babylonia, which is talked about in the Bible. But this creation story is older, so it comes first. It was recorded before the Bible by the ancient Sumerians. So it's like, if you're going to study the Bible, it would only make logical sense to also, if you believe that to be true, where did that come from? What were the first people before the Bible was written? What were they saying? Where were they saying that we came from? Or where were they saying at least that these humans in this part of the world came from? And it's interesting because there's a lot of striking parallels and similarities. So first, I'm going to start talking about Genesis and the creation story. So in the Enuma Elish, rather than there being one God that created the world, there's multiple gods, both masculine and feminine, and they're fighting with each other and they're doing God stuff. And Marduk, one of the gods, becomes the king and everything like that. So what's interesting here is people who study this, they say that two of the gods in ancient Sumer that you can look up statues of and everything, Enlil and Inki, they say that Enlil was very antagonistic towards mankind, which he was in the story. And I'll get into that. It more comes in the great flood myth. So, which is also part of Genesis. So Enlil was like more antagonistic toward mankind and Inky was the one that liked mankind. But the reason man was created is different in this story. In this story, the gods, which you could think of as gods or multidimensional beings that had came to Earth, um, they were... Some of them were working. They were working on Earth. They were like mining gold. They were mining resources. And they were getting really sick of it because it was like back-breaking labor, labor. And gods live for a really long time so they were doing it for like tens of thousands of years and they were complaining and getting upset and they kept going to Enlil and like causing riots because Enlil was basically in charge of the whole operation and finally he was like we got to do something about this we're going to make these these people so basically they created mankind through this formation right which is kind of similar to in genesis where god like creates adam out of the dust of the earth and then uses the rib and forms it to create eve and it's in the same part of the world right that it's described so in the enuma elish these people us were created as slaves right and the word adam comes from like an older ancient sumerian word that means animal and so like that was what this story says we're created as, right? So it's interesting because you could just say, oh, no, that doesn't make sense or that's not true, right? But if you look into the actual Bible and you look in Genesis where they're eating the, the fruits and where God puts them in the garden. So there's that tree. It's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The one that God said, don't eat from this or you'll die. 
And most people miss that Genesis actually talks about multiple gods because then the serpent comes to them. So people say that Enlil, the one that didn't like humankind really, was like antagonistic towards us. He's Yahweh. He's like the God of the Bible, the one that doesn't want us to eat the fruit. And Enki, who liked the humans, was trying to help us. So they say Enki is the serpent. So what the serpent says in Genesis He said, God knows when you eat from the tree, it'll open your eyes and you'll be like the gods, knowing good and evil. That's what it says in the original translation. He doesn't say you'll be like God. It says he knows you'll become like the gods, knowing good and evil, understanding duality, like raising to this level of consciousness that we're at. So then they eat the fruit, as everybody knows, and God gets all mad. And Lil gets super mad. And then he says, behold, man has become like one of us. Not become like, God doesn't say he's became like me. He says, behold, man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. And then he says, now, lest he put out his hand and also eat of the tree of life and live forever, we have to cast him out. And like the tree of life is used in Hebrew mysticism. And so the knowledge of the tree of life is what I talk about when I talk about magic. The tree of life and those practices are the knowledge that can lead to immortality, to enlightenment, to freedom of the soul. And that's why he says if they eat of the tree of life, if they get that knowledge of the tree of life from you, Enki, they'll live forever. And they'll be exactly like us. They'll become immortal. And so God casts them out of the garden. And then he sets up the cherubim, the angels, to guard it so they can never come back in. And then in Genesis comes the great flood myth. Now the difference in our great flood myth in in the Bible's version versus this Babylonian version. One is Moses' name, or Noah's name is Athrahasis, not Noah which isn't a huge deal. But Noah, it's so strikingly similar in the sense that Noah's building the ark. He brings both animals, all the animals on it. Nobody, everybody thinks he's crazy. He builds it just, you know, in the middle of the desert or whatever, this ark. And um, he, you know, it's still the same story. He's sending the birds out to go see if there's dry land, all of it the same. But instead of, most most of or Noah, I'm sorry. Instead of Noah worshiping God in this story, most of the people worship Enlil, God, and Noah, the deity he's talking to, is Inky, the one known as the serpent in the Bible. And Inky is the one helping him because Enlil's trying to wipe everybody out because the humans are getting like all just causing all kinds of problems and and Lil just doesn't really care for him and people are complaining and he wants to wipe him out. And I think he he's jealous of them too, which is interesting because in the Old Testament, God's always saying, I am a jealous God. And I am a righteous God. And then Lil's saying the same thing in here. He's like, I'm jealous and I'm righteous and that kind of thing. Striking similarities. So Noah is actually talking to Inky, who's trying to help humanity, who wants him to build the ark. And then all the gods have this big meeting. They agree to do it. Enki's like, what's wrong with you guys? 
And then later they get mad at him because they find out that he had Noah, Athrasus, build the ark and survive. So it's just really interesting to look at these things because I got into them through my own practice of ceremonial magic and getting into the deep history of these things. But it's interesting because it's right there in... um in the Genesis of the Bible and most Christians, you know, don't talk about that kind of thing. And they think of, you know, God as one and they don't notice in the very start of the Bible where they say us and they say gods and they say this info, like we don't want them to have the tree, uh, the knowledge of the tree of life, that kind of thing. So you can't say, Oh, the Genesis is true, but this story Genesis is based off of that came first is not true, even though it's like strikingly um, similar, but just more detailed. Instead of using one name for God, it, it breaks them up and shows the different gods. So I think it's something really interesting to contemplate. And I might do more videos like related to that type of thing in this field. But yeah, I just wanted to share that with you and maybe give it some thought. Maybe explore these texts for yourself. Um, I use the Orthodox version of the bible just because it's what i have but you know you can use other versions too and then the other book is called the enuma elish and the version i have is by timothy j stefani and it's not very long it's less than 100 pages so thank you for listening i hope you got something out of this maybe something to contemplate and we'll be back soon namaste amen ashay